Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Jean Andrus. Um, I'm going to wait for share titles at the end today because <laughs> we're going to wrap around to some fun things. Um, but this is Jean's 29th interview in her Years of Growth series. It really wraps up five years of us working together. Um, oh, my gosh. That just that gives me shivers. <laughs> uh, me, too. I'm, so many things are flashing in my head, so many moments, which is so amazing and I think I want to say this in case I would we would get deep into something and I would forget later in the interview but I really want to say thank you thank you for letting me coach you for five years thank you for investing in you and we're going to talk a lot about that today but I mean you made me a better coach and that's important you certainly made me a better coach a better business person um a better wife, a better mom. Uh-huh. I'm going to give Miles and Eliza the better the credit for making me a better grandma. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with sharing that credit for sure. <laughs> um, oh, that's amazing. So uh, let's let's start there. I think with what's awesome. Like, what is different about who you are as a mom, a wife? a coach, a businesswoman than you were five years ago? Um, I'm far more accepting. I'm far more accepting of myself, of my own limitations, of my own desires. But I'm also far more accepting of other people's desires and needs and uh, just who they are. So it makes it lots easier if I don't have to make them be something. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, that is, that is the most, one of the most powerful things I think you can learn in coaching or the most powerful yeah. shifts anyone can make, right? Right. Because it makes relationships all better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um. Oh, I love this. So we've talked a little bit about this before, but I want to go back five years ago. We actually had a conversation at um, the author castle um, because I went and I was like, oh, I'm going to pull up her her questionnaire. But there wasn't a questionnaire because we kind of did a semi-strategy session conversation then. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then when I put out, you know, an offer, you said yes. And so what was it that you wanted? Do you remember at all that moment when you said yes and what you, what, you, what you wanted? Well, I think our conversation was about the fact that I had broken the law of attraction, <laughs> 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 which has been my, you know, my feeling about things all along. And I'll have to tell you what happened the other day was somebody posted making a post about law of attraction and just really realizing how far I'd come with it. But you, that was our conversation. And you said, I can teach you how to make it work. 
Now, that probably took about a good two or three years because <laughs> I didn't hear it for a really long time. But um, I wanted to make this business that I had then work. I wanted to eventually... I think at that point, I wanted to open a retreat center and I wanted to um, make uh, not all, not just have coaching clients, but also this retreat center where people came and got to spend a weekend or a week or two weeks with their own brain learning to cope with menopause. And I really wanted that to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody else will make it happen because it's not what I need to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I that was my dream then. That was that what I wanted my business to be. And you and I worked on that for, I, I would say, a good year, mm-hmm. maybe more, until you finally sat down with me one day and you said, is this what you really want? Do you want to be running a retreat center? Do you want to be dealing with, um, you know, the horses being sick or needing mucking out and the, the changing the beds and somebody not showing up until 1030 at night um, and needing to be led into their room? And um, there was a profound shift at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was that wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I think that's where we started. Yeah, that's definitely where we started. And and uh, I love this because I did tell you I would I would teach you how to make the law of attraction work. And I think that is different than getting exactly what we want. Right? <laughs> Do you have, that, any, I have thoughts on that? Do you have any before? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I said I responded to somebody on on uh, Facebook the other day mm-hmm. and they put out something that um, basically I think it was one of the things that that really uh, made the law of attraction really un- unhealthy in my mind was that you you everything in your life is what you attract and I was like no you don't attract Hurricane Ch- Katrina right it, 300,000 people don't get slammed with a hurricane because they were all thinking, let's have a big hurricane. (laughs) And so there was this whole thing of, I had, I was kind of stuck in some of the cliches that come out of Abraham Hicks and some of the other people I had had been around and heard of and listened to for years. And it wasn't until you really drilled into me the concept of future self and who she is and what's happening in her life that works, that kind of creates a life that makes her life happen. Yes. Did I say it okay? Yeah, yeah, you said it great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just this over and over repetition of living in her shoes. And sometimes now it doesn't I 
I admit the last few weeks I've not been scripting a lot, but sometimes it's just easy to just script in my head for five yes. minutes and step into her. And so it's, um, I've been doing that a lot this year. Yeah. And there's some, been some major shifts in this last year. I love that. And I love um, so many points I want to make. But the first one is it takes five minutes to script in my head and you can step into her. I mean, how does that compare to the amount of LOA work or like I call it the LOA to-do list that or what you thought you should be doing but were judging yourself for not doing that you had when you started? Well, one of the things I used to do, I'm I love to run. And back then I was running trail trail runs frequently and they were long and they were absolutely alone except for my dog. And so I would stick my headphones in and I'd run eight miles and eight miles on the trail took me at least two hours. (laughs) It's a long time. (laughs) And so I would listen to Abraham Hicks and some of the others and I would listen to them over and over and I do the affirmations and I do the, um, you know, I do, I, 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 take away all negative thinking and I would, you know, I, I, I would beat myself up if I had a negative emotion or a negative thought. And if I thought that something wouldn't work or I was scared it wasn't, wouldn't work, I'd be immediately blaming myself for having had those thoughts or um, emotions when it did when it didn't work when it fell apart at the end Um, and I wasn't seeing to celebrate the little things like I told you I think um, I've got a jar of change on my uh, on my desk that's my found money and it's it's got over it's got about $170 in it from the last year. Awesome. And I mean, that's just, that's not what I've manifested. That's just what gets thrown in the change jar because it shows up and I find a nickel in my pocket and I, I just get super excited about it. And then I put it in the, in the change jar. And the next time I get to count it, I get to see how much that jar has grown in the last month or so. So I wasn't celebrating and I wasn't, um, I wasn't allowing myself to be her. I, I was allowing myself to be the person who was going to be her someday, but not, I didn't know how. Yes. Uh, and for listeners, I want to point that out. You were allowed yourself to be the person who was going to be her someday, but not allowing yourself to be her. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was this wannabe Mm -hmm. thing and all I ever got was more of wannabeing her. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's a good point because I think it became so, and the wanting became so entrenched that it, it took a long time to even let go of that wanting. And that ties a lot into the retreat center. Like this is who I want to be. And so typical LOA, it's like, want it more, define it more, get more detailed. And we've talked a little bit about that, you know, the perfect handle, the perfect bird, the this in previous interviews. And that wanting, like that digging into that wanting is what creates more wanting instead of more becoming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so over the last year and almost two years, I guess now, um, 
we started with for a long time I wanted to my husband to retire so Mm -hmm. that was a big want yes but what happened was he had an injury at work and stopped working one day a week Mm -hmm. so I had that one day every week where I stepped into being the wife of a retired person Yes. (laughs) So I got to see that more and more. And then a few few months ago, he went and cut down to two days a week, only working two days a week. And that was more. And then um, two weeks ago, uh, Monday a week ago, I guess, was his he just stopped working. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, it's a little crazy around here and I'm worth worth working out how how to be here full time with each other. Yeah. But it's it's a perfect example and I just I I just saw it as we were talking is that I stepped into being a person whose husband was retired one day a week every week. Yes. And that was enough to to make the difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I will say we had we had prior to that, just for listeners, is like we had scripted it. Like what does it look like when he's home, right? And how does that feel? And when are you working if he's home, you know? <laughs> yeah. And creating that schedule at different times. I remember, you know, creating a schedule. Okay, well, does this work when you are the person with someone retired at home? Or does it look different? And really stepping into that instead of, oh, I'll change it when it gets there, but really moving towards that place of it it already happening. Yes. Yeah. And you said something, this struck me after the last interview. Um, I had never heard the reason it was so important for Jesse to retire, which I think is interesting in five years, but it also makes sense to me as a coach is that what you said is, you know, people in his family, they they don't retire. They just kind of... Die. Die. Yeah, on the job, right? They just die. And it was interesting to me that I had never heard that, but yet made total sense because I think we become so entrenched in what we have to control, what we're trying to make happen, that we forget what is it that we really want. And it was to spend the rest of your life with Jesse. It was to have him around. It was to do that. And when we could start opening that doors up and getting that moved, even those those reasons start to come more to the surface and we we know why versus holding so tight to them and just forcing them to happen so to that point monday um he he was working tuesdays and thursdays and monday night his boss called him and said basically i don't i i wasn't privy to the whole Mm -hmm. conversation but he said i've got it handled you can you can retire now because in, De- in November, he told him he was trying to retire, and then he s- stayed on because of circumstances. And he came in, and I think for the first 12 hours, that was just this terrifying proposition for him. And he got up the next morning, and about, I don't know, about 10 o'clock, he says, I'm retired. I don't have to go anywhere today. I love this. Oh, that's amazing. And we had a party to go to. Yes, 
everybody was vaccinated. It's an old people's party. (laughs) 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 Um, But we went and um, it's dressing costume costume acceptable party and so he went in his pajama bottoms and his bathrobe (laughs) (laughs) and he said i'm retired now i never have to take these things off (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's been an an amazing transformation and he has he he has said he didn't think he would ever be able to retire and um this past year has made it completely possible for him to retire and for us to make it through without having to worry about where the money was coming from. Yay. That's amazing. I love that. Um, So I want to come back to sort of this, you know, I can teach you how to make the law of attraction work, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll get everything you think you want. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell us about, why do you think you had to go through all of the parts that we've been through for five years? I guess we should talk a little bit about even letting go of the retreat center. There's even more letting go of who you thought you wanted to be in the last three, four, six months, right? Mm-hmm. Should we talk about that yep. first? Yeah. So, um, what I, it, and, and you and I have gone through this a lot because we've talked about who my coaching client was. And I realized that when I coach, I don't so much coach as I teach. Mm-hmm. I love the science behind what I, what I know. I love helping people understand sort of the anthropological underpinnings of menopause. Um, I love that... I have this knowledge that I can share, but I'm really not the best coach in the world. Mm. Uh, And I'm not sure I want to be the best coach in the world. And my clients deserve the best coach in the world if they're going to, if they're going to get hire a coach. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe, and maybe they don't get that, but uh, you know, anywhere but um they deserve somebody who really thinks that that's their their gift their genius Mm -hmm. and what i realized is that i have two two genius zones and one of those is that teaching thing that explaining it that putting it in language simple enough and and a lot of that has to do with having come from come down to who is that ideal client what does she know what does she understand what does she what does she think what does she um where where what does she need to know Mm -hmm. and so putting it in that language and making that work for her has been really it, it has been part of this learning process that i've been on but that's what I like to do. So that's one of my genius zones. But the other genius zone is is computer technology. And and what I've realized is that I am um, an amazing computer programmer and an amazing, I have the amazing capability of putting technology together and to work for people. And so there's a new 
I call it a side hustle to my side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and so my new my newest uh, side hustle really is called The Coach's Geek. It's designed to help new coaches get online fast and at the right level to attract their ideal paying clients quickly and without building all the extraneous stuff that I've built over the years mm-hmm. and and without their without somebody saying to them, you have to have a website when what they really need is a landing page mm-hmm. or you need a landing page or you need a funnel or you need a this or that or the other thing. So I've learned a huge amount from the coaching people I've worked with, mm-hmm. not just and, and not just you. Um, right. All of those extraneous programs I dipped in, <laughs> dipped my toes into, <laughs> and all of them that I dipped my toes into before I met you and with Angela and and the books and everything else. I've done way more than I needed to. Yeah, <laughs> and now I know what it is that new coaches in particular need to have to make their business work online. And I'm super excited to be launching within two weeks uh, before the 1st of May, 2021. It'll be out by the time this comes out. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) I've learned that that these don't come out as quickly as I think they are going to. (laughs) But... uh, the Coaches Geek is going to be available to create uh, an online presence for especially women who have low technical knowledge and get their get their landing page done and get their email list started and get their calendar up and running and all of that without them having to to go crazy doing it. I love it. So there's some teaching components to that, too. Absolutely. And tell us, was this name inspired? Because I think it's perfect. (laughs) Of course it was inspired. I love it. The whole thing was inspired. The whole thing was uh, fabulously. um, I I started working um, with an accountability buddy uh, through... I don't know, even know how we hooked up, but I started working with her and I realized she was um, super sweet, had a fabulous idea or could really change the life of people with diabetes, but had no clue how to create a website or a landing page or a mailing list. And she was going to die in not technically, literally, but, you know, her coaching business was going to die in this technological wasteland that she was in. So I started building for her and I realized how much I missed computer work from Uh a career of doing that and how, how good at it I was. And so I'm building my new website right now. I'm building her website. I still have a few menopause things to do out there to put some uh, classes out there for people so that, I mean, always, always, always my prime motivation in doing menopause stuff was to 
stop women from going into it un- mm-hmm. with no information. So that's still a part of who I am and what I do. I love it. It's awesome. Um, and so tell us how, well, first of all, I think, what's the first question? The first question is, is there any way we could have got to this inspired coaches geek plus teaching menopause five years ago? No. <laughs> how come? <laughs> um, first of all, I'm incredibly stubborn. Have you met me? <laughs> so I hung on to a lot of those misconceptions and a lot of my own. Um, and I, honestly, I've I've been the person who's who's done my life all up until yeah. the, um, up until then. No matter how much. Honestly, no matter how much um, law of attraction I was putting into my life and no matter how much um, trust in the universe or trust in God or trust in anything else I was putting into my life, it was always about, um, you know, what is it? Trust in God, but keep your powder dry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had to, I had to, I still had to do it myself. Mm -hmm. And so there was a long time of letting go. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a long time of um, howing it. Mm hmm. And there's still some powering it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It still happens to all of us. We just learn how to catch it, right? The fact that you're like, oh, and there's still some. Now you can see it. Yeah. You know, a, a lot quicker and you don't necessarily need someone else to point that out. And Right. Yeah. And that letting go, um, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to insert this. It, it, was, it was almost like you would take two steps forward and one back. And and so you were moving Sometimes forward. three back. Yeah, three. <laughs> but it was, it, that letting go was a process of building a little more trust. Okay, like she said to do it this way. I don't want to do it that way, but let me try it anyway, you know, and, and <laughs> thinking back to scripting and, and all of that. Yeah. And showing up a little bit more and a little bit more. And so as from a coach's perspective, I saw it as always working and I love hearing your side of it. Do you agree it was always working? Looking back it was. <laughs> I agree when I was faster if there would have, you know, a little more letting go faster, but that's okay cuz you're here. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly there were things I learned along the way. There were there were um there were you know, we, we we talk we've talked so much about menopause being a journey mm-hmm. and not a destination, and I think it's all if you don't if you're not learning from the journey, if you're not enjoying parts mm-hmm. of the journey. Yeah, there were some bad days. <laughs> there yeah. were some really bad days, <laughs> but all in all, I have the person I I am now could not have just flipped a switch and been here. Right. And it's interesting now because I I come to the calls and I see I see myself in some of the women mm-hmm. and I say, it's you'll get there. 
<laughs> you'll just get there just keep coming just keep coming to the calls and it's it's fun to see that kind of progress in some of them in particular i'm not going to name names cuz that's that wouldn't be fair but there are, there are a few people who watching them grow has been just remarkable yeah it's fun and it's fun to have people who've gotten to where you are in calls and because i can now say and there's somebody on, you know, somebody's been through that and they, you know, they're not there anymore. And I see, you know, one of yours. And it's there, it's like, yep. yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and I usually hope my camera's off at that point. <laughs> um, but it's amazing. And so did you get something better than what you thought you wanted? Yeah. Absolutely. Yay. Um, yeah, I there's still things that I hope happen. Yeah, um, I want more grandma time. Yes, oh, I'm sure that's happening. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I'm going up in two months. <laughs> Yay! And um, yeah, I still would love to have a place in New Hampshire in Vermont. Um, I love lots of lots of things but what i have is now coming down to i i can see me doing this for a long time i can see me being happy in it mm-hmm. um and i can see me controlling how much time it takes so that i have time when I get up there in the summer and I can take Miles kayaking for the first time, I took him climbing for the first time. So, Yay. <laughs> uh, you know, kayaking for the first time and the same with Eliza and as, you know, walking first. So we're going to work on walking. <laughs> <laughs> and all of these things, it's, and what's what's been fascinating has been that my list now doesn't really include monetary things as much as it includes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this interesting thing that I see happen a lot as people progress through this journey is that we want the money to try and buy the time. Yeah. But, but most of the time, the ways that we come into this work, pre, pre this work, we're, we're trying to create the money. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. We've created in our head how much time we have to put in because money stories and other things like, okay, I, if, I, if I just, you know, kind of give up my life for five years and, and build this, then I'll get that. And when what you really want is time and you get that and you get to attract the money. Um, <laughs> to do that, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So in a year of COVID with no, not a lot of clients and uh, not a lot of other, other stuff going on, um, I've attracted, what did I tell you, over $228,403.22. Without the laundry money. Without the laundry money. <laughs> Plus the laundry money that she hasn't been counted recently. But yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and I think your awareness of it. I even remember, you know, one time it took six months to realize you had manifested one hundred seventeen dollars, uh, one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, or one hundred fifteen. And this time I called you right after. It, it, it was so funny because yes, one hundred eighty-five thousand of this was one chunk. It's and amazing. I called you. We had been on a call, and I hung up, walked out to the mailbox, and found the letter that said. Hey, did you forget about this hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars we owe you? <laughs> We'd like to pay it We'd to like you. To send it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I love it. Well, um, is it coachesgeek.com where people can find you? Oh, let me look. All right. As you, I don't know whether that. I put a V or. <laughs> <laughs> I will um, say some of my final points, which is, I think that as you're listening, as a listener to this interview, I really want you to understand the journey of the work that we've talked about. Understand you can come in wanting something and you probably will get something better if you stay the course and do the journey because- Oh, yes. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Because truly leveraging the law of attraction is you have to get to that core of what you want. And sometimes that takes a little bit because you can't, even Jean and I had a conversation before this call and I said, maybe you just don't want to be a coach. And she goes, yeah, that might be it. And so we can attract, you want to be a teacher, but maybe not a, a coach as we've discussed in this interview that, you know, when that is the core, we have to sometimes find that core truth because we can only attract that core truth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the coach's geek. Awesome. And coaches is C O A C H E S geek. Awesome. <laughs> and, I love it. And it will be up and running very shortly. And if you are or know a new coach who wants to explore how they can make their online presence felt, I've been studying it for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yes. And it all, the thing about it is you're always on the right path. Sometimes we just don't see it. All of this is what's creating what's next for you. We just had to get really clear about the life that you wanted to live to see, <laughs> oh, this is it. <laughs> and oh, I've already done all the work. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing as I'm creating this um, website foundation for, for my clients' this planning guide. It's amazing how the language and the teachings that have gone into this. And I, I, I mean, it's you, it's Angela, it's Christine Kane, it's Amira Alvarez, it's Cindy Schulson, it's it's dozens of people who have gone into making my understanding of what it takes to be to have that online presence, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, super excited. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if we've specifically said it, but the thing that we talked about before this is how much fun it is, and <sighs> that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And 35 years ago, when I started programming the first time, (laughs) and I was doing, you know, big iron stuff for for major companies, uh, it was fun. 
Yeah. And it made it fun to go to work every day, even mm-hmm. when it was, even when it didn't go well. And that's what I'm looking forward to is is that same sort of fun helping other women do live out their dreams. I love that, which is honestly so close to where you started. That is what you <laughs> wanted to help women find that and be able to live out their dreams. Yep. Yeah. It's all the, it's all part of the same thing. It's it is a different way to get there. <laughs> exactly. I love that. As we wrap up, any final thoughts or things that you want to share? I just want to say, Cassie, this has been, uh, it's been a rough ride sometimes, but um, it's part of my life now. Mm. And I miss it when I, when I don't manage to get to your meetings and hear this stuff over and over and over again. And so thank you for reaching out that first time and thank you for sticking with me. And thank you for the Enchanted Circle, which allows me to continue to dip my feet into this and and bathe in who she is. Yay, you are so welcome. Truly my pleasure. It's been an honor and will continue to be an honor to be your coach as you're, you have um, one of the cool people who has lifetime access to the <laughs> circle. So that's awesome. Um, I'm excited to continue to watch your journey and I'm so excited for where you are now. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out another awesome story next time. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.